to another edition of Porch Beers with the Lynx. Uh, coming at you live from the Scoots. Andy, uh, home game again for you. It is, and it's uh, just 1v1 one, one one tonight. We don't have the extra guest. No, uh, you know, there was, there was more clamoring for more of us. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people really like to hear us break things down. Yeah. I think... I think they had <clears throat> sexy overload with Pastor Rob last it week. It was, right. And when you have so much charisma at the table, as we did with Rob, Dude. it's just, it's a little a little too much. Right, right. I mean, we can have Dolsky over and over again, because he doesn't bring the charm like Rob does. Right. Or like... But no one else also has poop slide stories <laughs> like Rob does either. <laughs> I, that was one of my favorite... I've never laughed so hard at a story... <laughs> Did you know that story in advance? I don't think I've heard that story before. Okay. Because that one's never really made it into one of his uh, his sermons. Like, how do you drop poop slide into a sermon? I kind of feel like he's talked about that before and after a softball game, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Well, to be fair, there's a whole lot of things said after softball that I don't remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unless Cole Garrison remembers it and brings it up two years later <laughs> and holds it against you. Uh-huh. Ah, uh, we'll always have the Pomanities. The Pomanities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what you drinking tonight? Uh, at the moment, uh, you poured me some of your Big Heart Distillery bourbon whiskey. Yeah. Straight from Heart, Michigan, from the old uh, family vacation. It's not bad. No, it's, it's good. It's decent. Their beers were actually pretty good, too. I, I was going to snag a four-pack of it, but then I drank it. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't last very long. I'm gonna guess twenty-five to thirty dollars a bottle. I, it was only twenty. Okay. Yeah, right. it wasn't too bad because usually when you're talking like these little distilleries, it's between twenty and thirty, and well, that was on the lower end, I guess. That's about what uh, that brewing company in Columbia charges. What Stumpies. Stumpies, and they're okay. Yeah, like their vodka's really good. I haven't had their vodka. I've only had their pecan whiskey, and it's okay. I yeah. Mean, for pecan pie whiskey. Pecan whiskey? Pecan pie whiskey. Probably pecan pie, because, you know, you drop some, like, vanilla in there, and then that's the, the pie flavoring. Oh, yeah. Kind of like the beer that I also got. Uh, so, I went to the gas station the other day and bought vanilla dream ale. So, it's vanilla cream ale, because, you know, wordplay. It's clever. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's good stuff. It's from Hand of Fate Brewing Company, who I've never heard of before. I guess it's Normal Illinois. The more you know. Yeah. I, uh, again, there are a million little breweries around lately. Little microbreweries popping up all over the place. And it's good to try new things. But, and not only that, it's a good thing because everybody has, once you start trying different kinds of beer, you find out that there's a broader world than just Bud Light and Miller Light out there, or Coors. Like, there's a lot of flavors. Find one that you like. And, hey. and those... And those little breweries can expand your palate. So once you find the style of beer you like, like this vanilla cream ale, or you know, you find a vanilla porter or something like that, do you find yourself trying vanilla porters from all the different yeah, breweries? Yeah, different kinds, yeah, absolutely. 
and I don't really get locked in on one kind of flavor either. Like, I know I don't like IPAs. That's pretty well established. Wow. But, like, I'll try a Dunkelweiss or a Hefeweizen or a Porter or a Stout just or whatever. Are you Yep, just grabbing words out of a, out of a grab bag <laughs> and arranging uh, them however I want. Dunkelweiss, yep. yes. <laughs> yep. It wasn't even a word in there. I actually had to pick the letters out and put them into, like, a little anagram situation. Uh-huh. Sir, I'll have your finest Dunkelweiss. Sir, I'm going to ask you to leave. <laughs> uh-huh. But it's it's good, though. I mean, it's good that, like, all these little breweries are making it... Uh, making it available to the wider public that you can just go into even a gas station in Mascuda and buy a rando kind of beer going, ah, I'm going to try that. Let's see what it tastes like. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's a time and a place for Coors. Don't get me wrong. You know I love me at Coors. But most of the time, I want to start off with a decent brew. So typically that moment where you're ready for a Coors is about, what, number 10 of the night? No, it's usually after, like, the third good one or softball. Like if it, like if you're out, oh yeah. If you're doing something hot and sweaty, like mowing your lawn or uh, playing softball or something like that, you're not gonna go with a really good beer after that. No, you want a Bud Light Lime or I don't know. something like that. So I mowed, or I went out to mom and dad's, and I weed eated, weed eated, weed eat, wait eight, weed ate, weed ate. Yeah, that's the way. Weed, weed ate. ate. Uh, you want me to get Kristen out here, and she can uh, do a whole grammar can, thing with yeah, us. Yeah, we can arbitrate this. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go weed-eated. Because it was... We're going to go weed-eated. Okay. I, I weed-eated out at mom and dad's. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel it right. It doesn't feel right. So... Weed-ate. I, I, at the time, I was weed-eating. Yeah, there we go. But it's now past tense. So... Whatever the past, the past tense. I was weed-eating. And, and the then past. when I was... And when I was done with that... <laughs> I had stopped at Schnooks on the way and picked up... A six pack of uh, of uh, my uh, new Belgium. Ah, uh, what is it? Uh, Ranger Voodoo Ranger V two K IPAs, right? V two K. It's a it's a it's a fruity IPA. Yeah. Picked it up, and uh, you know, I had two of those after I after I got done weed eating. Got done weed eating. Dude, it really flipping hit the spot, man. Shirt on or shirt off when you were having your beer? <sighs> shirt on. I was really? shirt on. By the time I'm done weed eating, you got to pop that shirt off because, you know, the neighbors want to see what's oh, going on. Yeah. Well, are you having the beer inside or outside? Outside, right here on the porch. Well, right. Okay. So, <laughs> but if you're having the beer inside, are you still popping that shirt off and showing, oh, you, showing you Chris sweat, what she's missing? When you sweat as much as I do, <laughs> you got to pop that shirt off as soon as possible because it's like a second gross skin. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. It, I, you know, I wanted to, but I was in the house and I was talking to mom and dad and uh, I just had a cold beer and it just flipping hit the spot. So, yes, you're right, though. Typically, a Coors, a Stag, a Coors Light, whatever, Bud Light Lime... That's the key on those on those hot days. Yep. I'll even settle for a Corona on some of those. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fine. Uh, those really hit the spot, but I don't know. The Fruity IPA really <laughs> fucking hit me in the right spot. Just pop the shirt right off. Just pop it I, off. I, t- I had, what, so the Holy Childhood Picnic was this weekend, and I walked up to the beer stand to buy my beer chips, and the lady on the other end in the stand, she goes, I think you need to buy a riding lawnmower. <laughs> and I go, What? <laughs> 
She goes, you need to buy a riding lawnmower. I go, why? She goes, every time I walk past while you're mowing the lawn, you look so angry. <laughs> you look so mad to be out there mowing your lawn. I mean, I can, I can picture this. I can picture this. Yeah. And then she goes, and Stanley looks the same way. <laughs> he looks so mad having to do it. I'm like, well, that's because I make him do it. I actually do enjoy mowing my lawn. But in fairness, you give Stan, what, 50 bucks to do it? That's 20. 20, okay. $5 for each, each section. $5 for each section. God, what, what are we staying in the state here? <laughs> we Holy <do>. cow. <laughs> Why, your yard isn't that big. You have to break it up into sections, man. I do. That's how I, I like. I gauge how much I can do during my lunch sometimes. I do two sections of it. You got the, the back and the fence. Part. You got the front part. Well, but the front that's divided by the sidewalk. So you got the little chunk over off to the side that's a small one. I get ripped off paying him five bucks for that because that's like ten minutes. That's But then this that. other section is a lot longer. And the little section over here outside the fence by the, by the road is also kind of small. So it only takes like ten minutes too. Okay, so collectively what takes him 30 minutes? 50, 50 minutes an hour. $20 an hour to mow, mow a lawn? Ooh, but does he weed eat? No, I have to do that. There's, I value my plants too much for him to weed eat. Maybe you should lower that down to about 18 bucks then. I'll consider that. Okay. You want me to run it past Stan too? Run it hey, front of Uncle Dave said, uh, you're only worth $18. Uh, you know, if you're not going to weed eat, why don't we knock it down to about 4 bucks a section, quote unquote. Ooh, ooh, so he's getting 16 Yeah, yeah. Plus then, you also have to sweep off the sidewalk. Ooh, does he sweep? No, no because... Dude, so all he's doing is running a riding mo uh, uh, right, Pushing. A push mower over it? Yeah. He's not sweeping or Yeah, and let me tell you, or... he is not really careful about where he blows stuff either. Like, it just goes everywhere. Okay. But, okay, as long as it's not going into your garage, who cares, right? Well, but I don't, like, in my mulched areas, I don't want a bunch of grass clippings in there. Eh, fair enough. But, I mean, you can blow it out into the road. Along with my mulch. Uh. <laughs> But I paid three dollars for that bag of mulch. That's true, man. Yeah, yep. And now we're getting into the season where gas stations don't carry mulch. I mean, I don't buy mulch at a gas station. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. <laughs> that's why I bought. That's where I buy all my prescriptions. Uh, my prescriptions from gas stations. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, and I guess the city doesn't like it when you blow it into their street either. So, have you gotten a letter? No, they just don't really like it. <laughs> Did you get somebody who drove by and frowned at you? <laughs> very, very sternly. <laughs> so you had the Holy Childhood picnic. You got called out for your anger. Yeah, apparently, while well, I look really angry while I'm mowing my lawn. How uh, was the picnic? Uh, you know what? It was a good time. I mean. So it's kind of like the end of summer kind of celebration, if you will. It's like mm. it's like homecoming light. Uh, I, I I volunteer to work in like the the uh, kitchen for one night, and then me and cousin Katie got wrangled into working the beer stand on Friday night from like eight thirty till ten thirty when it closes. Now the perks of working in the beer stand is you get free beer. All you night, can right? drink as much beer as you can during that two hours, and let me tell you. Me and Katie can drink an awful lot of <laughs> alcohol. So now, what uh, what is the beer selection like at a uh, at a Mascuda picnic there? Uh, you know what? It's just so they have the different the two different trucks. So they have the Bud Light, Bush, 
and Budweiser. They don't get fancy and say, ooh, but, let's get a blue moon in here. They have a shandy on the uh, other one. That, uh, so that's one of the trailers. And the other trailer has Coors Light, Stag, Miller Light, and Shandy. Like a summer shandy? Yeah, yeah low mining Kugel. kugels. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I start my night off with. I mean, one or two of those is fine. Yeah, but you don't want to do it the whole time. It's too much sweet. Those, yeah. But yeah, we yeah I like working those stands. Like it First of all, it harkens back to the day of me being a bartender, which is always fun for me. Like, I loved bartending. It was the most fun time I've ever had at work. Wow, shots fired at GB. Okay. Yeah, all I right. know, right? It's weird how sitting at a desk isn't fun. Uh, what about your steak and shake days? I mean, it had its moments. Okay. Don't get me wrong. There was a lot of fun times at steak and shake. Uh, Schnooks Day is pushing cars? No, there was no fun times at Schnooks either. Other than the one time that uh, when... Me, Tony Beekler, and John H.S. were all working there together. All three of us in high school. We used to ride to school together. So we got a job to get to there together. <laughs> you didn't have enough time together. No, no. So we all got a job there. And it just poured one day. Like, poured. And all the bag boys had to rotate getting the carts. And so me and Tony both go, I ain't getting a cart out there. Like, you were standing in two inches of water. I'm I'm not going out. And Tony goes, I'm not going out. And John's like, okay, I'll go out. <laughs> like, as if there was a mad rush of people needing carts anyway. They had, they have 300 carts sitting there. But John needed to bring in the eight that were in the corral. Were you told to go get them? No. Or was this just one of those, hey guys, we need busy work. Let's go let's, do this. Let's go do that. You got I mean, line, uh, time to clean. Uh, lean, you got time to clean. And John's like, I guess I'll go get the carts. In theory, couldn't John have been like, hey, guys, I think I'll wait? No. I mean, he could have. He could have. But he didn't. Hmm. Because John's it a, hardcore. It was a challenge for him. And also, he might be mildly <laughs> special. <laughs> you know, though, so bartending quote-unquote, up here at uh, the picnic has to be a little different than bartending, obviously, at a Chili's. Well, right. actually, maybe it's not. The clientele might be about the same. <laughs> it's probably, yeah. You're, it's all the same people. But it's also people you know. And so every time they come up, you can BS with them, right? Like, right? it just... It's it's like the Andy show. And, and it's fun to do. The Andy show is fun to do. And who serves the sizzling fajitas here? Oh, uh, Katie. That's, Katie was the uh, fajita girl. Uh, so it's the Andy show. So people get their beer, and then they just gather around to be like, Not Andy, yet. tell me a tale. No. Spin me a yarn, if you will. <laughs> yes. And then I tell them about how my nipple got ripped off. <laughs> and they disperse. <laughs> Never to be seen again. Uh, uh, okay, so yes, it's the Andy show. So how long is the typical beer transaction from handing oh, you the I mean, chip? You walk up and you're like, what do you want? they hand you the chip and you go grab it and you hand it to them and you come up with some kind of like clever little thing to say i mean it, it it's like hey maybe try smiling when you mow your lawn bud yeah right <laughs> <laughs> don't look so sad all the time <laughs> try wearing a shirt more often <laughs> <laughs> is it is it just your lawn you hate or is it just the rest of your life too right? <laughs> you didn't have to spill the beer on me you know that uh no, but it, it it's fun because it's it's all people I know. It's people I like, and so it's it's fun to chit chat with them. And 
you know as well as I do that anytime you're behind a bar, you're the coolest guy. Oh, yeah. Like, it yeah. adds cool points to you just being back there. So, okay, so it's all people you like, you say. So would the people you don't like, would you be like, hey, Katie, you got this one? No. No, because even the guy from the softball league, who I don't like, was up there getting a beer. I'm like, hey, Ooh, beer. can we have initials, please? No, no, we're going <laughs> to... Uh, uh, we're gonna do a guessing game uh, is it tamika it's tamika <laughs> uh no so even that person the people you don't yeah like, i still interact i mean it's because you get into like it's my job do I'm they here to sell beer for the school right because the school makes a crap ton of money off the beer like yeah they make money off the food they make way more money off the beer does god the bless school, catholic schools does the school and church like you know, give you a wink nod to, like, water down the beer a little bit. That way, no. you know, they could spread out a little bit longer. Uh, it all comes from a distributor. Like, the distributor mm. brings up the truck, and when you go in, you just change the kegs and all that stuff. So the priest from the school isn't, like, in the truck, like, filling it up with a hose. <laughs> no, he's not <laughs> watering it down. <laughs> he takes his portion and then waters and, like, fills it up with the water that he uh, And he's like, hey, out. Andy, remember, wink, wink. And we got this. This... This is for Sunday service. Because <laughs> he has an Irish accent. Is your priest Irish? I don't think so. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, so so the guy who we know from softball, who is not necessarily a fan of you. Or I of him. Or you of him. Actually, to be fair, Dave, I don't think he knows I exist. Uh, so, so, okay, that's my question. It's a then. one-sided... Does he? Did he acknowledge, hey, I know you from softball? No. Or was he like, hey... Take a beer. No, but his sister was there, and I like his sister, and I talked to her a little bit, but yeah. I, like, he will not, like, we don't have a friendly relationship. Ah. I just don't think he knows I exist, and I harbor this grudge, much to the chagrin of Kristen, because I have this long list of, like, people and places I've declared jihad on. No, I get that. I get that. And, and again, they have no idea of the feud. And there's people like that with me. They, they have no idea of the feud or grudge no. I'll hold against or them. Or why... And at a certain yeah. point, I don't even know why I'm holding no. that grudge anymore. But that grudge stands. You know, it stands. I tell you what. So here here we go. So I've had this feud with this <laughs> this kid who's 15 years old. The kid who stole your bike. No. Well, no. But okay. this is a kid who, he was an 8th grader when Stan was in 7th grade. And he was mean to him on their, like, field day. And Stan got into the car after the afterwards and was just upset. Like, he had tears in his eyes. He was so upset because this kid was telling him it wasn't, he wasn't on their team and he shouldn't be part of it. And, like, from then on, I held a grudge against this kid. Like, I have stated openly, if I meet him in real life once he's an adult, I'm going to sucker punch him. Because <laughs> you don't get, be, get to be mean to my kids, right? Like, like that's, like... You just can't do that. Meanwhile, Stan has already forgotten about this. So the other day when I'm up there at the picnic, I go, Stan, is that that kid? And Stan goes, yes, it's that kid. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, you know, you know, he didn't mean it, right? I go, what do you mean? He goes, he was actually right. I wasn't supposed to be playing there at the time. I just got upset about it. And I go, now, like three years later, you're telling me this. I've held, like, I've I've spent a lot of emotional care units on hating this kid. And at this point, you have to keep that hate going. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, because of the time and the hate invested into it, 
if you just throw that away now, it's three years down the drain. Right. I can't look at him and go like, oh, he's no. such a nice kid. You've got to keep this going for 30 more years or until you get to sucker punch him. <laughs> yes. Or he apologizes. For something he didn't know he did and yep. was actually right about. You should convince him to mow your lawn for $16 a day. <laughs> $16.50. <time>. $16.50 <laughs> and then not pay him. <laughs> oh, there we go. And then just punch him. Yep. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> you don't know where I live. Nerd. <laughs> You're not even supposed to be on this field. Right? <laughs> By the way, this kid is literally seven inches taller than me. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, he's, so he's a senior now. No, no. He's he's a sophomore, and he's like seven inches taller than me. Oh, I thought you me. said he was in eighth grade when Stan was in fifth grade. No, other... So, no, Stan was in seventh, and this kid was in eighth. Ah. Okay, so this wasn't yesterday when Stan came home. No, right? no. Okay, all right. This was... <laughs> And Stan, like, Stan is just like, I don't know why you're so mad about this still. And I go, well, I was mad about it for you. Yeah, yeah. I was mad for you. It's like, but I'm not mad anymore. I was wrong. Don't tell me you were wrong. Never admit you're wrong. Don't Never. Admit you were wrong. Never. Actually, speaking of admitting you're wrong. So, uh, yesterday at work, I, uh... I got, a, I, got, I got a little upset about something at lunchtime, right? Like something just kind of irked me the wrong way, kind of put me in a foul mood. And I get back downstairs, get back to my computer, and I'm looking at my email, and I had this email from an attorney. And uh, the attorney says something like kind of snarky and kind of points out a couple of case laws, and he's like, you know, I don't think you have a leg to stand on because of this and this and this. Yeah. Uh, just to let you know, we're going to be filing a whatever, a petition, blah, blah, blah. Boring whatever work comp talk speak. Right. Anyways, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So I kind of typed up this snarky email back, being like, hey, thanks for your thoughts on what you think this is, where <laughs> you think this case is going to go. I sincerely appreciate that. By the way, I'm no longer the attorney or the handling adjuster on this one. There's a few more snarky comments in there. And I was really pleased with myself. Yeah. Like, just because it was like, snark, 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 whatever, being a jerk. I sent it off. And he sent something back, and it wasn't whatever. I mean, I mean, it was clearly, like, responding. And I just never responded again, because I don't care. And, you know, I thought about it. I thought about it overnight. Like, I uh-huh. let it go. And then today, I'm like, you know, somehow this business is a little bit, I don't want to say incestuous, but you see and you interact with some of the same people. Yes. That and, even regard, even that aside, I just kind of felt like, you know... I, I was angry. I didn't need to say that. So right, right. I actually called the guy today and just apologized. Really? And I said, hey, you know, that there was no need for that. You caught me at the wrong moment. I go, there's one or two times a year. And this is an adversary, by the way, right? This is a claimant's attorney. Yeah. I called him and I said, there was no... I, I mean, he's not... He, I'm not on the claim anymore. I yeah. got transferred. Um, not because of me going off on it, but, <laughs> but I apologize to him. And he's like, he's like, David, honestly, he's like, I really appreciate this. He goes, but I, I don't care. He goes, after, after you sent that email, I was, I was talking to one of my coworkers here, uh, another attorney. And, uh, I mentioned that you were on the file and he goes, oh yeah, David Link, he's a great guy. He's, he's huh. really gonna, you know, he'll, I like working with him. He's on top treat of the stuff. Fair. He'll treat you fair. And uh, then I got that email from you, and he's like, you know, it just kind of, I, I get it. I get it. I didn't take any offense to it. 
He goes, but uh, but I really appreciate you calling and saying sorry. And yeah. Then he it, goes, and I sent something back that wasn't nice, and I apologize. Nice. So, yes, I think the point of the story was is that I had a mea culpa moment, kind of like that, yeah. where I was going to hold a grudge over something completely asinine, and I was just like, F it. Yeah. send, apologize. And you know what? Afterwards, everybody feels better. Like, yeah. You do feel better having just gone, you know what? I, I had a bad day. I'm sorry. That you I was, caught me I was in a just bad being moment. a jerk. And especially when he's like, you know, I talked to, you know, one of the other attorneys here yeah. and he spoke highly of you. And it's like, ah, well, now, yeah. I, now I really feel bad. But that actually reinforces the fact that it, you're decent to work with. Because even though you got me in a bad moment, you're still willing to, go, to call up the next day and go, ah, you know what? You're right. I, I was wrong. I mean, it, it, it shows... It shows then later on when you're trying to actually deal with stuff, it, it adds credence to any argument you make, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, like real arguments of going, I just don't think it's worth this. Like they, they're still going to go in their mind go, okay, so the guy is fair. He's just trying to be, do his job. And, and what's actually funny is, is too, is then, you know, we actually got to talking and um, he's like, you know, if I'm being honest with you, he goes, I don't know if I'm going to win this. Goes, <laughs> right, right. He goes, my, my claimant, I read what you had to say. Um, so the guy, he sat down in a spot where there was a giant sign that said danger. danger. He sat on the danger <laughs> sign. And there are several people that were like, dude, do not sit there. Do not sit there. <laughs> He'd been warned before. Don't sit there. And then even while he's sitting down there, dude, get up. And he's, set, he's sitting there, and he's like, oh, it's no big deal. And then he falls backwards and hits his head. Yep. And uh, concussed, whatever. And, and it sucks, and I feel bad for the guy that right. it happened. But, I, I mean, you had all these warning signs. There's a giant... A literal warning danger sign. sign. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, and, uh, and I laid those facts out to him in that snarky email I yeah. sent back. And, uh, and, and he's like, hey, you know... He goes, you actually put it pretty eloquently in your email about how, uh, he goes, there was a giant danger sign that my client just kind of sat on, and he was just like, eh, whatever. And uh, he's like, if I'm being honest with you, I don't think I have a leg to stand on here. He goes, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Arbitrators have said dumber things. Yeah, so. well, and, and even if you guys go, okay, we'll settle this for $2,000, he still gets his 500 bucks. Oh, yeah. And it's no skin off his back. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes I guess you got to take these nonsense ones and you throw do. it against the wall and see what see happens. See what sticks. And you know what? <laughs> I actually don't envy those guys because they have, like, some of our most troubling people we deal with. We hope that they get an attorney so that we don't have to deal with them oh, yeah. directly anymore. And yet, the guy on the other end who accepted this client, freely of his own choice, by the way has to deal with that guy all the time. <laughs> and those can't be fun conversations. They can't. And I get it. Part of me, part of me wonders if when sometimes, you know, these, these claimants attorneys are hearing the stories from the injured person, they're stifling or withholding a laughter <laughs> of some kind or like a, oh my God, this guy's an effing idiot. Oh God. So I got to talk to you now, like once a week yeah. for the next four months. Oh God. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> And don't get me wrong, I don't wish ill on the guy who got hurt. It's not like I'm, I get any joy out of no. denying it. I don't care. Don't care. Don't not care. my money. I said that to the attorney. I go, dude, this isn't my money. I have no stake in the game. No. I, I, I don't care. 
If he wins, he wins. If he loses, hooray, I don't see an extra dollar. So that, and that right there is actually, and with him admitting the same thing, essentially, kind of, uh, that's part of this, our whole business we're in. If everybody just acknowledges that we're all part of the game, like there's a game, sometimes you just want to call an attorney and be like, look, you're going to offer this, I'm going to offer this, can we just meet in the middle? Like, can can we can just, we just cut through meet it in the middle? I want to close this so I never have to do another report on it, and you want to get your money so you can go skiing. Like, can we just <laughs> end this now? So I never have to do a report on it. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Now, technically, if you if if he agreed to what I just said, I think that's malpractice. Well, yeah, fair enough. You know, but well, if you threw in the scheme part, yes, that makes <laughs> right. it malpractice. But that doesn't have to be in like a typed email. Like that could be in a phone call. Like, dude, come on, can we just let's just end this nonsense and meet in the middle? So it's not in a court transcript, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Well, the. <laughs> The other day, I got a call. I got an email from someone, one of our uh, the people that I work for, who can read my notes. And so I was doing all my reviews on it. And my one solitary supervisor note in there said something like, "Well, you can offer this, and you can offer this, and we can do this, but I'm pretty sure that you wouldn't take it. Matter of fact, I wouldn't take it." <laughs> and he emails me, and he goes, "Can you just take that out?" <laughs> Because if it ever gets subpoenaed, it wouldn't be a good idea. I'm like, ah, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I have no pride anymore. I have no pride. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was probably just one of during one of my days where I was feeling overly realistic about things. Yeah, sometimes those, uh, those supervisory notes can be funny. Sometimes they're boring as all hell. Like, I had a funny one today where they said, uh, check to see if claimant has been released from incarceration. <laughs> and it's like, what the hell did this do guy want, do? How do you want me to, how do you want me to check on, you want me to call him? I'm not calling felons, man. <laughs> hey, hey, you out of jail? Well, so then this, yeah, this sent me and, uh, my backup down a rabbit hole of trying to find out, you know, we're doing the did. Googles. Uh, oh, and he, uh, he got a, he got nice and convicted for uh meth meth give me meth domestic assault by strangulation oh i wanted to see meth on the board oh man but it's domestic abuse by strangulation, strangulation. yep, yep. Uh, oh, and he's smiling like the dickens in his photo too. oh well, good his mugshot. yep yep the the salt of the earth if you will these these are the salt of the earth yep so with that, let's take let's take a quick break uh, as this show is being brought to you by the Mascuta Bowling Alley, which, by the way, did you know that junior leagues are actually going to start forming right after the holiday break here? I was looking for something to do with the girls. Oh, you can't actually bowl in the junior league. Oh. Yeah, you can't get out there and just, oh. like, do a, do a dance over top your defeated foes. Although, to be fair, I think most of these kids could probably bowl better than okay, you. Okay, well, let's just, say, let's just say I bring the girls and let them bowl. What can I do well, while they bowl? Well, Dave, they have plenty of beers on uh, in bottle. Not on draft. I was going to say draft, but they don't. And uh, you can IPA always grab selection. your... 
I'm sure they do. You know what? This is this is actually on me for not doing my research on mm. whether they are, their IPA selection is there. They do have Red's Apple Ale, because I checked with John Jurgensmeyer, and that's what he gets there. God, that's pretty gross. His wife, Nikki, oftentimes gets a Malibu and Coke, or Dr. Pepper, and that, that solid, choice, with. Yeah. solid choice. Solid um, choice. But yeah, they uh, you can also get the, the big meaty pizza, which someday we'll have one while we're here, but uh, not today. Okay, you're getting a Malibu. Are you going to mix it with pineapple? Are you going to mix it with Coke? Uh, you mix it actually, with- the answer is Dr. Pepper. Huh. Like that, That's really the best mixer for Malibu. Like Pineapple's fine. But if you hearken back to your days of bartending, the best thing about Malibu is is that it just kind of smelt like gum. And so no one could tell if you, like, you know, had a Malibu and whatever <laughs> while you were drinking. <laughs> Life hack for any bartenders out there. <laughs> For all you bartenders out there listening. Yeah. 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 Although, if you work at the Amiskuta Bowling Alley, this is a bad idea. Yeah, bad idea. Don't steal a Malibu. Yep. But Big Meaty, go ahead. Oh, it's great pizza. Great times bowling. I'm t- my kids have actually bowled in the junior league for many, many years. Like, this is the first year they won't, just because Stan kind of aged out of it. Okay, how many kids do you hold a grudge against who bowl in this league? Surprisingly, zero. Wow. I know, and you know, I love holding a grudge against an (laughs) eight-year-old. They're the easiest people to hold a grudge against. They don't fight back? No, they don't hold grudges back, because they forget the next day. Well, yeah, because then they immediately go over to the gumball machine that dispenses the little Super Balls, and they start bouncing all over the place. Or they play hide-and-seek in the bowling alley in between when they're playing. What is this for, like, uh, what is it, the neon bowl? No, no, that, that's for, like, special stuff that they do on some nights. Ooh. No, the Junior League is really, it's actually a really good thing for, like, uh, I think it's between first grade and all the way up to eighth grade. Like, huh. you just sign them up, and every Friday night they go bowl for an hour and a half. And there's trophies and prizes and stuff for being the best bowler and what night is the neon bowl? Uh, I think I don't know. You, you know what? I got to be better. God. I could have made up anything. Oh for two. Oh uh, for two. Every t- second Tuesday in September. Ah, they are gonna be. They're gonna drop this sponsorship <coughs> so fast. Yeah, I know. And we're gonna really miss that uh, that zero dollar that we divide up. We need to re-record this live read because this is this has gone a foul. <laughs> well, we did. To be fair. Give them now about a minute and a half of live read versus. Oh, I, I think we might be going on three minutes here now. I could be wrong. I mean, they'll fact check us tomorrow. Yes, when we have to do, when we have to send them and they they send us a make good. Yep. <laughs> so, pull a mascuta, have a big meaty, um, have an IPA there or a big red apple, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you in a couple minutes. Welcome back. It is, uh, God, has it, has it, has five minutes passed? Have you refilled your beer already? Uh, I have. Went to the bathroom, filled up the beer, uh, made sure the dog was in bed (laughs) so that he doesn't randomly start barking in the middle of it. (laughs) Did you tuck him in with his little, uh, eye mask on? (laughs) If there was, if there was a critter on this planet who would have an eye mask on him, it would be Nils. I mean, he can't see anyway, so what difference does it make? Oh, it's just extra dark today. (laughs) He doesn't know. 
I did pick up the little big-headed kitten and put it in uh, our room so that I could sleep with Kristen, but... Did the cat and dog sleep in the same bed? A couple times. Like, the dog sleeps between me and Kristen. Like, he has a nice little spot. Like, he cannot sleep under the covers. If he sleeps under the covers, about halfway through the night, he gets overheated and can't breathe and can't find his way out. <laughs> God bless him. He can't find his way out of the covers. And so he'll sit there and go <laughs> really loudly until you wake up and go, damn it, dude, here's the way out. Just there you go. And then he lays down. He's not allowed to sleep under the covers anymore. That's God, that's the way it, when Pepper would sleep in the bed with us, that's how it would be where it would, she'd uh, get under the covers because, you know, dachshunds are burrowers mm -hmm. and they'll get under the covers and then throughout the night, she'll just get up and wander around <laughs> under the covers. And it's just, it's like, we can't do this. Find a spot. Yeah. Just find a spot. And so then you kick her out and she moves down to the floor and then she wanders all around the floor until she <laughs> gets a spot. And it's not just, once she gets down, then she shakes really oh, loud with that collar and the, you know, the Oh, the you, tag. Gotta, you gotta take that off. You gotta separate it somehow. <sighs> well... You know, but again, so you've got this nice lawn sectioned off. Yeah. You know, you've got this. You have fence your bedroom sent, sectioned off. No, we don't have a. We're not blessed. We can't have mm -hmm. a fence in the backyard. We only have one bedroom. All four of us sleep All in there. Four of us sleep in there. We live in Hell's Kitchen yep. in 1860, which is why uh, God, my my neighbor Ryan just couldn't wait to pack up the family and move out. He's like, uh, this neighborhood's going to crap. This, this I can afford a second stricken. bathroom, a second bedroom now. <laughs> <laughs> no, so then she gets down and she shakes it out, and uh, I just we can't sleep with the dog in bed. No, I, but there's no like, there's really a good satisfaction of having a dog cuddled up next to you in bed. Like it's, it's a good, nice feeling to have just this because I have a Chihuahua. Like, it's just this little bundle of kind of, like, warm fur that kind of hangs out right by my rib cage. What is what is he? He's, like, part Rottweiler, part Chihuahua? Oh, yeah, definitely. Part no. Pug? Pug. Pug and pug Chihuahua. Pug, he's, a, he's a Pug Wawa or a Wawa. Chug, however you want to call it. A chug, that's He's it. a Chug. That's what we went with back in the day. Yeah. And, and it's nice to have that little thing sleeping next to you until, in the middle of the night, he can't breathe under the covers <laughs> All right, and I... literally he pooped the bed oh it was the worst and granted did he no... try blaming it on Kristen? he did like <laughs> oh no it was her <laughs> he's like i'm as mad about this as you are <laughs> i'm so mad right now look at her tell her no you get that newspaper. Rub her nose Rub in her it. Nose in it. Get the newspaper. Swat her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go get her, boy. Or now, was this post cat? Need no, know. no, it wasn't. Like he's he's seventeen years old, 16, 17, 18 years old. He can't he can't get off the bed anymore. Like because if he fell off the bed, it'd be falling off the bed, and he'd hurt himself. And so. One night, he just walked to the end of the bed, and now it's dark, so I'm just imagining he looked all shamefaced, going, <laughs> and then curled up next to me, <laughs> and then I put my foot in it. Oh, <laughs> and in the middle of the night? Yep. 
Did you feel it? No, were, I did. did I you, go, I go, what in the... And you rolled over and you go, this is tomorrow, Andy's birthday. Nope, nope. That was, that was a right then Andy problem. That was definitely a right then problem. Did you pick him up and move him off the bed? Okay. As punishment? So he wasn't allowed to sleep with us for like three, four, five days. Wow. But wow. it didn't Harsh. impact his life. He just slept on the couch. He doesn't know, he doesn't know what's going on. Okay. How do you punish a 70, 90-year-old man for not knowing what he's doing? He just dotters around. Mm. He has no idea what he's doing. So yelling at him did no good. Nope. But I'm sure you did. Because you yell like clouds. Yes. So I did the... God! No! You son of... Waking up Kristen. No, she slept through it. Oh. Yeah, she's a trooper. She's a trooper. Did you turn on the light? Well, okay. So you have to understand there's a hierarchy hierarchy of things you're mad at. Or things you're willing to deal with at two in the morning. I'm one, sorry. No. One, or like three on the list, is dog pooped in the bed. Number two is I can't sleep. Number one is I just woke up Kristen. <laughs> I don't think you understand how awful it is if you wake up Kristen in the middle of the night. Do you just roll over and pretend to be asleep? Yeah, yeah. You just go, oh, sorry, I, sorry I slapped you on accident in the middle of the night. I, Shouldn't I, sprawl somewhere. Damn it, Nils. Stop slapping her. <laughs> but my hands, my legs don't slap. They, whatever. Yeah, so he wasn't allowed to sleep with us after that. Little shenanigans. Him. And I'm, I guess he wasn't feeling well. He ate something weird. I don't know. So the uh, cat that sleeps with you, is this the hijacked cat? Oh, is yeah, it, it was the kidnapped. It was Smuggles, the kidnapped cat. Which now, as we turn, as it turns out, is a boy cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, uh, you took him to the vet, and uh, you found out he's a boy. Yeah, well, he had nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Which, two hours before that day, I was sitting at my desk, and I pick him up, and I'm petting him, and I'm typing, and I go, oh, hey. God, I don't know where this story is hey, going. Hey, <laughs> there's, there's business there. <laughs> And I even emailed Chris and I go, I'm pretty sure that Lucille is a boy. So did you just change his name to Lou? Chris and just changed it to Lou. Henry really wants that cat's name to be Pancake more than anything. Huh, I like that. And Stan just wants to call him Tiny Cat, which is, I think, his rebellion against the fact that I won't call the other two cats by anything other than Yellow Cat and Gray Cat. <laughs> so, so he goes, no, def- we're going to call this Tiny Cat. I like that. Yeah. It's his like own that. little rebellion. Because I won't call Twitch by Twitch. I'll call it by Grey Cat. Hey, so, Grey Cat. So tomorrow when Stan's streaming this episode, he's embarrassed by the fact that you, A, you talked about him crying, and B, then he'll acknowledge, yeah, Dad, I'm sticking it yeah, to you. I was on to his game. Yep. Yeah, well, you know, be better. <laughs> be better. Be better. I mean, that's really what you have to drive home with your kids, right? Be better. Be better. I mean, that's why I say I, I drop Henry off at school, knuckle punch, make good decisions, be better. That's <laughs> what you do. I think it's good parenting. What, I, uh, do, what do you actually say when you drop your kids off? Uh, it's always, uh, uh, hey, love you. Have a fantastic day. That's generally it. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, individually, hey, Audrey, guess what? I love you. Have a great day. And then... Hey, Nat. Oh, I know. You love me. <laughs> yeah, that's generally how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always try to do the kick-ass take names or 
Make good decisions. I can see why you would need to say that with Henry. Yep. Make good decisions. Today. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of great decisions made always. Yeah. Again, I can see that. I mean, we are we are like two weeks into the school year, and he forgot his homework twice already. <laughs> that we had to go on Facebook on the on the parent group and be like, anyone got the spelling words? Anyone got the math homework? <laughs> And everybody just silently ignores it. <laughs> seen by 28 other people, but nobody responds no. to you. Yeah, they're all just like, oh, uh, nah, busy. I, I didn't see it. Well, it says it Is was seen right? by, oh, I just no. must have scrolled through on uh, accident. Oh. Napping? Yeah. My bad. Oh, birds. Yeah. <laughs> all right, completely unrelated. All right, I got a question for you. Yeah. So. So ahead of our first, well, it was kind of our first, first unofficial board meeting that I'm a part of for the school on yeah. Tuesday, right? And, politics. Uh, politics and stuff. Uh, it was fine. I mean, I, I literally didn't say anything. Be, just not because I, I just wasn't guy. called upon. And yeah, I was the new guy, all that fun stuff. Um, and, and it's great. It, it was fine. It went good. Um, and... Um, you know, they're going to try and keep it to an hour and all this stuff. And there was actually parents who, who attended and they asked questions and stuff. But, uh, so here's the question. Meeting number two. Typically, these meetings are the third Tuesday of the month. However, the president can't have the meet or can't attend the meeting on the third Tuesday. So he's moving it to the third Monday. So, which is September 20th. And that's going to be oh, the start night. the start of the softball playoffs. Ooh. Now, I, 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 you know, in the heat of the moment, I'm thinking about it, and I'm just like, no, I can't go to that. So I just told the president, I'm like, I, you know, well, he, and he apologized. He's like, anybody who can't make it, it's obviously not a huge deal. And I'm like, you know, I can't make it. Uh, Monday nights aren't good for me, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I, I came home, and I told Lindsay, and she's kind of like, you're going to skip board meeting to go to softball and it's the playoffs it's the playoffs right am yeah. i wrong iverson i completely agree with you we're talking playoffs we're talking playoffs and, and and again i i it's not like i'm just like a guy on the team i'm the manager of the team yeah and so I, here's the thing on that too is that you went into being agreeing to be a board member with certain parameters that it was going to be on tuesdays which works into your schedule, right? So why would you... Like, that just doesn't work for me. I agreed to certain parameters. You change those on me. I can't do it. And if, the, if right. the president is saying that you can't make it, that's cool, then take advantage of it. you got to go play. I didn't specify what I was missing for, obviously. Now, to be fair, okay. <laughs> our playoff... Point-counterpoint with Andrew Link. <laughs> our, our playoff chances... Are mediocre at best. No, everybody makes the playoffs. Oh, well, then it's like kindergarten. It's cool. Then. That being said, that being said, I think our team, I mean, we beat every team in the league this year. You never know when you can get hot. And you could win this baby. And this baby could be won. And so I don't want to be <clears throat> the cause of why we missed yeah i i i would agree with you on that like i i think 
you have an obligation that you've already agreed to prior to being on the school board. And look, it's not like you're running the fucking, you're not running the country. You're on a school board for a Catholic school that kind of has done well without you now for a couple of years. Oh, yeah. yeah. So and, you'll and be again, fine. I probably will go, and this time I might say a couple of words. But but above and beyond that, I, I just, I feel like I'm more needed on the softball team. Is that it? I no, just, that's not wrong. That I mean, that's your obligation, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those that, guys count on me. Yeah, it, it's not even... I hate to say obligation, but it, it's a thing that you agreed to do, and it's your night of doing something that's fun. Like, unlike Thursday nights when we podcast, this is just work. This it, is we work. just God. grind through it. Man, uh, those segment one was a struggle tonight. Those literally like three people that listen to this. I mean, they depend on this to get through their day. I know. When we create a Facebook fan page for the podcast here. <laughs> We can put this up for a poll, and uh, Brian and Lindsay can vote and split the vote. And <laughs> yes, there will be two. When it, uh, is that when we Facebook live stream? Is that a that's a thing, right? Yep, yep. Actually, actually, I God, I can see Brian siding with Lindsay on this one. Uh, you know what? Brian will yeah. text in. Never ask questions of people who are going to disagree with what you want yep. to have happen. It's so, just not it's not a good way to go. That's why I'm posing this question to you. And yeah, then I'm, I'm going to pose it to Ryan, my neighbor, ex-neighbor, who uh, will obviously easily side with me. Oh, yeah, because softball's way more important yep. than school board nonsense. So, again, Ryan, when you're listening to this, text me and tell me how you agree with me. You know, go to the softball game. I mean... Can they can they text you votes in the middle of the game like hey do you want to vote up or down on uh, water fountain uh, guards on it so that no one gets COVID? You know, and there wasn't. I, you know what's weird is is so far again in my two meetings whatever one where I was just kind of like there and then one where I was the official board member there wasn't any votes maybe that'll change but it was just more like a <clears throat> this is a motion. Do we have somebody um, passing the motion? Somebody say mm-hmm. aye. Yeah, there's and always a second. A second. Yeah. yeah, and most of the times everybody just says sure to move it along. Yes, because <clears throat> everybody wants to go home. <laughs> and everybody kind of just wants to move it along, and I can't fault them for that. Do you ever notice that there's like twelve people ready to second things? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Second, third, whatever. Yeah, there was there was a, a couple of times where some people were just raised their hand. And I said, I'll second it, you know, because you got to be vocal, you know, just to, you know, draw that attention. Let everyone know that you're actually not just doodling cats. Those were my words. (laughs) Those were my words spoken during the thing. I'll second it. Duly noted to Dave. (laughs) And I was sitting next to the the secretary. So she wrote it down. David Link seconded. Now, those notes go into, like, Technically, they go into, like, the great uh, library of St. Teresa's. So, like, you're now in the lexicon of... Oh, man. Yeah. Every time that I do something at school, I think... <laughs> I go, there's going to be someone doing a research project one day, off into the future. And they're going to go, who is Andy effing Link? 
He's not on any other like roles of the church. He's not on anything. <laughs> and then Who they'll is research this guy? it and they'll find out just why didn't he buy a riding lawnmower? <laughs> why? He looks so angry. Why was he so angry all the time? Why didn't he play more kids at the uh, in his yeah. baseball games? I mean, he had opportunities <laughs> to make sure that everybody got none bad. And I'm looking back at, you know, the cost of goods back in 2021. He overpaid for mow- lawn mowing services. Oh, yeah. Oh, and baseballs. I'm sure I overpaid well, for baseballs. What are you paying for baseballs? No, I don't know. I send it to the AT. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I remember your rock negotiating skills. Oh, When man. you needed dirt on the softball field, and you're like, <laughs> I have this much money. How many rocks can I get? How many rocks and how many pounds of dirt? <laughs> Dump all the rocks I'll out take, by shortstop. I'll take your rockiest dirt, sir. Try to avoid putting them by third base where I used to play. <laughs> Back when I played third base. <laughs> Ah, those were the days, my friend? No, I don't miss playing the third base days. Oh, yeah, you do. Uh, there were rockets shot at me. I think you'd rather play third base and just be confined to EH. In theory, yes. In theory alone. I, if you had two working knees, if the choices are where you're at right now, or playing third base, or having two working knees and being able to hit and run for yourself. Oh and yeah, play put third me base. out there. It's fine. If I if I die playing third base, you know what? I'll die doing something that made me happy. <laughs> we were better uh, than like a car crash or something, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, gloriously die by a softball to the mouth. Yeah, I mean, think about that. Like you would go down in history of the lore of the team. As the guy who died playing softball, right? Like, the team would probably be then named the Andes from here on out. <laughs> now, it wouldn't go far because it would only go past the generation that we're in now. But I like to imagine that my son would live on forever playing on this team, building up the legacy. And he would play third base. <clears throat> and and also would bide his time until that guy was playing the infield. And hit it at his mouth. Yes. And then he feels it and throws it to the first baseman, at, well, which would be you at the time, and hits him instead and murders him? Yes. On the field. Like, there we go. You know what? It got dark. Justice. It got real <laughs> dark on that. Uh-huh. I was about ready to say double jeopardy mf but yeah, I don't think that's applicable there. Double jeopardy. You can't arrest me as double jeopardy. <laughs> no? Those are legal terms. <laughs> I know. I object. You can't arrest me. It's double jeopardy. <laughs> the cops are like, well, you know, he's not wrong. It's double. No, it's, uh, all right. He made see. a fair legal argument. <laughs> You're free to go, sir. You're free to go. <laughs> Score one for the links. Well, and, and the legal system, I think. And the legal system. I mean, justice was served. Do you think that would get you your own bobblehead? I uh, feel like it might. Uh, I deserve a bobblehead for all kinds of reasons. Wow. But. All right. So if we're ranking likelihood of getting their own bobbleheads for teammates, I I mean, all right. I'm not going to build up your ego, but you're probably going to go number one. Mm. I don't know. You've seen Cole hit a ball in the left field. It's just going to be actually, it's left not even field. a bobblehead, a right, right field. field. 
It's not even going to be a bobblehead. His arm is actually going to wiggle. <laughs> That's the wiggling to one. To hit into right field. Or maybe and then Rob's, Rob's ass just wiggles <laughs> when he goes up. It's, oh, God. It's a bobble ass. We're going to get that for a commemorative giveaway for our fan. Our <laughs> fan. Yes. <laughs> the Rob Dyer ass. Bobble ass? I think that is bobble ass. Yeah. I think that's bobble ass. Bobble butt. Come on, Andy. Bobble butt? For the kids. Let's keep it PG. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of kids listening to this. Yep. They have better things to do, like the YouTubes. <laughs> and, and mowing the lawns. And mowing the lawns and trying to get laid <laughs> and buy drugs. <laughs> they got better things to do. <laughs> I think I told you the funny, the funniest thing Stan might have said in the last month is he came home from school after three days of high school and he goes, not one person has tried to sell me drugs. <laughs> really disappointed. <laughs> All those TV shows <laughs> lied to me. Dare said they would be trying to sell me drugs all the time. Not one kid has tried to sell me drugs. But did he have one female friend who was like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. <laughs> it's weird that he's friends with Jesse Spano. <laughs> and actually, it's, it's the actress playing Jesse Spano still. Is she in undercover? Yeah. yeah it, it's kind of a... I don't have. I, I don't know what the movie is. Uh, the she's really? all that. I was Super Troopers, <laughs> uh, March of the Penguins. <laughs> I feel like that could be it. I think it's March of the Penguins, Shawshank actually. Redemption. Yep. No, March of the Penguins was it. I, you don't have to keep going after that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be one of those movies where someone goes undercover. Is it? It's well, there's like, Jonah Hill was in it, and so was that Channing Tatum guy. Ah, uh, twenty one Jump, Jump Street. Street. Yes, nailed it. Woo. Uh, or or there's like the movies where the female reporter for the school newspaper goes undercover as a boy. Never been kissed. That was sure. where that was where like an adult did Drew Barrymore pretended to be an adult. Pretended to and be try to infiltrate the high school of what the kids were doing these days. I don't think that's it. I, I think it is. So she was an adult who pretended to be a high schooler and fell in love with a high schooler. No, I don't I think, think there's a that's falling actually in love. a crime. Yeah, I mean maybe I was gonna go with like an Amanda Bynes movie where she pretended to be a boy and joined the boys' soccer team. Uh, boys don't cry. Yes, and. Um, Anyways, pretend it like Beckham. Be, it could be that had Mindy Kaling in it. Did it? Yeah. Huh. Who knew? Uh, and then that had the uh, Kira Knightley in it. Kira Knightley was the star of that. Huh. Anyways, uh, where she pretended to be a boy to play soccer because the girls' soccer team got disbanded, and uh, then she ended up falling in love with the team captain. I mean, it was bound to happen. I, Brian, you'll. Fact check us tomorrow because you're an Amanda Bynes fan. <laughs> Who isn't? Who isn't? I God, she went off the rails. I think. Uh, drugs or just didn't want to do things anymore. We'll or? say drugs. We'll say drugs. Yeah. Well, we'll know when we get the, now the the litigation papers. Actually, yeah, when we get served. <laughs> I actually have no idea. Amanda Bynes is a lovely, lovely woman, and there was no litigation involved. Ah, uh, I. You know what? I'm just gonna drop that one because, like, I'm trying oh, to. Oh no! You need I'm to trying to imagine me actually getting the papers. Going, 
Amanda Bynes knows I exist. She listens to our podcast. Holy, holy crap! So She's one of four people. How did she know I exist? I can't. Pu- I can't put her name in the search things now. Well, now I I know an attorney thanks to you know our story from earlier, right? Who could represent us in this case? You. Yeah, and he'd be like, I know you guys don't have a really good shot against Amanda Bynes, but I mean, I'll take my five hundred bucks. I'll, I'll take my shot. I'll throw it against the wall and see what happens, boys. It's worth a shot. Worth a shot. <laughs> I never thought this conversation would end in Amanda Bynes suing us. Actually, yep, yep, like yep. you could have done Mad Libs and come up with Amanda Bynes suing us for defamation <laughs> and double jeopardy and double. Je- <laughs> yes, God. I mean. All right, so this is probably maybe we need to turn this podcast into the uh, legal expert advice. Maybe oh, maybe are, people need to. Are we giving the advice? Oh yeah, I mean clearly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I've watched so many TV shows with lawyers. Law and, and Order. I've, I've oh, seen yeah. nearly one episode of Law and Order. No, you've watched a lot of the SVUs with that. Al- Never del- a full episode. Delightful Elias Codias. No, you're thinking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with Elias Codias. All right, who is the. Elijah Wood. Eli- Elijah Wood was in uh, Elliot, Lord of the Rings. Elliot. Elliot. Elliot Gould. No, that was his character name. Damn it. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. No, the guy who played Marissa the S- Haggerty. That's so close. Well, Marissa Haggerty was the Hard- female lead in Hardigay? Hardig- yeah, Hardig- she's the daughter of Jane Mansfield. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, there's people shouting. Right now, going, you guys are so stupid. People. There's person shouting. <laughs> There's person shouting. <laughs> John Jurgensmeyer's mowing his lawn going, oh, come oh, on, be better. Guys, it's clearly blah, blah, Elliot. blah. Elliot. No, again, that's his again, character are you name. Thinking I of keep ET? No. Ah. Elias Codiez. He was from Teenage Mutant from Ninja Teenage Turtles. Mutant Turtles. He played Casey but Jones. But who is the guy from... Uh, Law and Order, SVU. I know, he was in Wet Hot American Summer. Yes! Yeah, he was the guy who talked, talked to, to the can, can of, of beans. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because the can of beans was voiced by the guy who does Archer. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. Ron Swanson. Mm, don't think that's right. I, there's no way to know. There, we will not check Never this stuff know that out. one out. Yeah. Oh. But it was actually the guy who voiced Archer. And Bob's Burger guy. Bob's Burgers guy. Bob's Burgers. We're not going to worry about grammar again. <sighs> Bob's Burger. Bob's Burgers. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So we've watched nearly an episode or two of that. We are fully on top of our game for legal stuff. Um, maybe we need to make this a call-in show. Mm, that would be great. Now, we'd have to do that. So that we can air this live. That goes back, I guess, to the Facebook Live thing, right? So then people could call in and ask for legal advice. Boy, we'd have to have a lot of legal, uh, like, disclaimers. I mean, how many episodes? Not a real lawyer. (laughs) How many episodes are we up to now? 14. Okay, maybe for our 20th episode, we'll do a uh, Facebook Live episode. Strictly for legal advice? Strictly for legal (laughs) advice. If you ask a question, non- Legal, whatever centered. 
I, we don't have time for this. No, because we're serious professionals. Seriously, seriously. I will wear a tie. It will be fantastic. We will get... Um, God, who do we know that's loosely legal affiliated? Uh, Brian Delsky. Mm. He's also watched... SVU a couple times. I think we, I was going to say Carl, the softball pitcher, a.k.a. Bartolo Colon, yes. a.k.a. Big Sexy. Yeah. You know what? We'll bring him on. All right. And he can offer legal advice. <laughs> 20th episode anniversary right there. Anniversary. Anniversary. What would be our one-year anniversary? When was our first episode released? Oh, God, that'd be of research. I feel like you should know this. Like March, February? Didn't you get a tattoo? I did, but it's on my back and I can't see it. <laughs> so it's I it's unknown. And I have to pop the shirt off. And I haven't mowed the lawn. And I... <laughs> so I can't pop the shirt no, off. Not yet. mowed the lawn. Weed eat it. Weed <laughs> weed ate it. Weed ate it. Weed eat it. Weed eat. Okay. We'll work through this. We'll work through this. We'll get we'll get the right <laughs> weed. You haven't done the act of weed eating, so you can't pop that shirt off. Way to work through that. Yep, 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 yep. Got it. All right. You know what? I tell you what. If there was ever, like, just, like, a president or, like, Congress that needed two guys who needed to negotiate things down to something, I think we could just say words until either either the, the parties were so exasperated <laughs> By the idiocy. They're just like, I don't, I don't care anymore. Whatever. You just take the Gaza Strip. Who, who cares? <laughs> I don't care what you know about bird law. <laughs> it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. <clears throat> I didn't know bird law was a thing until you guys brought it up. You are referencing never been kissed as legal standing. <laughs> a Drew Barrymore should have been arrested <clears throat> for that movie. <laughs> right? Why is no one talking about this? Uh, was Luke Wilson in that movie? I don't know. He was probably the principal. Or maybe a freshman. Who knows? So then Luke Wilson, how, how, I mean, in that movie, in that context, how dirty is he? Falling in love with a student? Yeah. I mean, you gotta have a sit down. Wow. Wow, wow, and wow. Have an intervention. Again, big legal. Call in. This is why we have We've Carl. Got, we'll yep. call in Carl, and he will break <laughs> down exactly. <laughs> this is literally the dumbest conversation we've ever had. Uh, or the best. I'm going to go, with, go the with the best. And uh, I, think, uh, I, think, I think we've nailed this segment. I, don't, I think we can't, we can't go anywhere from here but down. So tell you what, let's uh, recharge our batteries, and uh, we'll come right back. All right, I agree. And for those who stuck with us through, uh, you know, big legal talk and uh, breaking down the uh, holy childhood homecoming, not homecoming. It's picnic. just a church picnic and yeah. Amanda Bynes. We applaud you guys for uh, sticking with us. And this is the payoff, right? This is the big payoff because we have spe special questions sent to us from nobody. Actually, nobody tonight. Yep. Uh, Lindsay, Lindsay was busy. She fell asleep. Yeah, she did. She did. She's like, I have better things to do than help you morons. Oh, are you still doing this? Yeah, she's. 
I I didn't know actually. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were drinking with Andy once in a while. No. Uh, so actually, we had an article sent to us by a loyal listener. We'll call him B Dolsky. I, that's too obvious. We'll call him Brian D. Yeah. There yeah. we go. There we go. Yep. And uh, he uh, he was reading apparently an article about fifty questions. <clears throat> you should. 50 funny questions to ask your friends to strengthen your bond. Right. Um, I won't name the resource he got this from. Was it Women's Health? It may have been Women's Health. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we're taking our questions Look, from that tonight. they have good workout tips in there. God, don't they ever. And they make a good pasta sauce, too. Is that I've what? gotten some of my best <laughs> recipes from, I think, Women's Health or Women's Day. I don't know which. Secrets in the oregano. Is that it? You tell me. It I is. am not making pasta sauce on the reg. <laughs> well, I did try to make pasta sauce this week and can it. And man, I spent three hours and I got two cans worth of pasta sauce. But man, those two batches of spaghetti. Uh, we'll say four batches. Three batches, three you, batches. You know what I'm looking forward to the most? Is when, Stan's disappointment? No, when my well, kind of. When my <laughs> kids go, I'm not going to eat that. <laughs> is it lumpy? Yeah, it's a little chunky. I mean, I mm. like chunks in my sauce. Chunks of what? Onion, garlic, tomato. I like chunks. I like okay. some chunks. And, and, and are they on board with chunks? Look, look. It's chunky because I... I it was my first run at it. I am just selling the fact that I like chunks in there. Okay. All right. Hey, you sell it however you need anyway, to sell it. Anyway, back to Women's Day magazine from Brian. <laughs> I'm going right. to redirect. <laughs> well done. All right. So these are, we're, we're going to break this down. We're not going to blow all 50 questions in one sitting. because No, I think one per episode. That's bad hosting. Uh, we might go more than one. But I tell you what, we'll see how things go, man. I don't know. I think we have 50 episodes in us. God, do you think we can make one topic go for 30 minutes? Nope. nope. I mean, yes. Yes, we can, actually. <laughs> the track record <laughs> says yes. All right, Andy. Who was your first celebrity crush, and are you still crushing on them? Go! That's, that's actually pretty easy. Do you remember so, back in the day, we used to get... Tiger Beat? <laughs> yeah, sent to my house. <laughs> Jonathan Brandis is a really... He's a, he is a hottie. R.I.P. Yeah. Pour one out. So, remember when we had the, the big yard dish, we got satellite, and we had the Disney Channel back in the day, and this is like Pooh's Corner, kind of like... But you had a thing for Eeyore? No. Tigger. <laughs> God, it's why I'm a God, furry now. That Christopher Robin, man. God, he looked like George Stephanopoulos, Stephanopoulos from Webster. That's not George, George Papalopoulos. George Stephanopoulos (laughs) advised for the Clinton administration. (laughs) George Papadopoulos (laughs) raised a young Webster. (laughs) And he did a fine job. (laughs) He became a contributing member of society. Correct. We'll say that. I mean, they both did. What? George well, Stephanopoulos? Stephanopoulos and George Papadopoulos. And this is how one question becomes an entire segment. <laughs> yes. So, the uh, Disney Channel, Pooh's Corner. 
Is this the live action one? Or yeah, the, the live action one when there were a bunch of furries just dancing around, like, having... Why is this your first crush? No, not that... Oh my god, uh, dude! Right? I really liked Pooh. I don't god. know. Like, it was weird. Was Rabbit twerking? <laughs> I don't have an answer for that one. <laughs> I'm... You know what? It's been a good run. We've had a good run. I'm out, dog. We made it 14 episodes. <laughs> Which is 13 more than it should have went. No. So the Disney Channel. But they also played all these reruns of old, like, uh, Parent Trap stuff and Pollyanna. And I tell you what, Haley Mills was my first, like, celebrity crush. Now, when I was watching these shows, she was easily 52. But I was only watching her. I think she's still alive, which would put her in her probably mid-80s. All right, so you're watching this in the 80s. Parent Trap came out in the 60s. I'll say she was in her 40s. Early 40s. Early 40s. Yeah, but that was like, I just thought Haley Mills was the bee's knees. Okay. I mean, well, she was in the parent trap, and there was two of her. And henceforth, my love of twins ever since, I guess. And twins? Yeah, okay, all right. Yep. So, all right, so the, the Winnie the Pooh thing went... Yeah, the Winnie the Pooh Eeyore thing was a misdirection. That was more of just Do trying you... to delineate the shows that were on the channel of which I was watching my celebrity crush. You could have mentioned anything, like Kids Incorporated, the oh, new yeah, Mickey Mouse Cup. That was a new Club. Those were all things anything. that were on there. Now I'm going to go with the live-action Winnie the Pooh, you know. <laughs> it was with just Pooh's Corner. Guys in furry costumes dancing around. I, I think there was a Dumbo one, too, to be fair. Uh-huh. I think it was Dumbo Circus. I kind of think you might be right, but I don't know. So, that means that in the Dumbo costume, there was at least two dudes, right? Well, how do you know they're do dudes? Do both of... I mean, just two people. So, do both of them getting act, get an acting credit for Dumbo? Yes. Or just the guy who's operating the trunk in the ears? I think one of them was George Stephanopoulos, and one of them was George, George Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos yeah. yeah. And then Webster was the trunk. And Webster was the trunk. <laughs> yeah. Right, Webster was the trunk. I got nothing. I got nothing. Joke, but I'm going to stop that. Uh, okay. So, uh, Haley so, Mills. which cartoon character from Disney were you <laughs> infatuated with? The first one I remember Was it the crows me? from Dumbo? <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to go Kelly Kapowski, man. Yeah, that plays. That makes sense. And, uh, to answer the second part of that question, do you, are you still crushing on him? I tell you what, Kelly Kapowski... Still flipping attractive. She, she's one of these people that actually looks exactly like they did 20 years ago, which well, is weird. Like, yeah, I mean, she looks the same, but she's clearly aged. So, like, she's on this show on Netflix that Audrey watches called Alexa and Katie. Or Alexa and Katie, or whatever. After Dark. After Dark. And uh, she's, like, the mom on the show, which is weird to think of, you know, that somebody just, that That I actually watch. just makes it hotter for me. Are we going to elaborate? Again, we're going to go down your weird quirk thing no, here? No, just, I'm just saying that oh, Kelly okay. Kapowski is... Wow, it's yeah. kind of hot. Kelly, so, Kelly Kapowski... Hey, hey, girl. You taking those kids to soccer and, practice? <laughs> and I'm out. 
You ever feeling frisky, you stop by the beard tent at the Holy Childhood <laughs> Picnic. I'll hook you up, bud. I will give you the non-watered-down stuff from Father Joe. <laughs> Girl, um, I got your summer, summer shandy right, right. here. <laughs> I might not be Zach Morris, but it'll be his flip phone. I had nothing. My God. This is, this is why my come on lines are the worst. I'm not, I'm not Zach Morris, but I could be his flip phone? Uh, how about... Uh, how about I'm not AC Slater because I would never get into a car accident with you running into a locker. Didn't he do that with her? I don't know. We're going to go with that. It happened. It was a thing. Oh, that was definitely an episode. Yep. Uh, Brian fact check us tomorrow. Yep. Anyways, Someone on that. Kelly Kapowski. Yes. That was that was probably my first one I remember. and uh, And still very attractive. And I think the answer for you... Actually, I don't know the answer for you. For Haley Mills, are you still attracted to yeah, her? And go. Probably not. I mean, she's probably, <laughs> probably 86. Not. <laughs> probably not. Now, I mean, fun fact, her son every was Every foot has a shoe. Know what? <laughs> I was just going to drop my uh, my little bit of music knowledge because her son was in a band called Kula Shaker in the 90s. Really? Yeah. You remember I know the band? Shaker. Yes. Her, that Haley Mills' son is the lead singer of that band. Huh. They did the song Hey Dude. Yeah. I'll yep. be damned. That's Haley Mills's son. The more you know. Yep. The more you know. Because they were on the I Know What You Did Last Summer soundtrack. Starring uh, Freddie Prinze Jr. And Sarah, Sarah Michelle, Michelle Geller. Geller yep. Who got married? Yeah, they are married. They are a couple. Huh. And they have withstood the test of time. They have. Unlike so many other couples yeah like uh ryan felipe and uh reese witherspoon yeah you thought those two kids you really were rooting for you those were two kids for them, yeah. i mean you really i thought they had it all together i thought i thought alec baldwin and kim basinger was gonna we're gonna make it yeah when you when they were in that movie la law confidential confidential la law confidential yes yeah. that's yep that's it I, you keep throwing law in there because you want this to turn into a legal college show. That's all I want. God, I just want to have my radio slash podcast legal degree. <laughs> I mean, if you want, we can start talking about murder mystery things, and then Kristen would actually start listening. <laughs> you just want a reason to point out that you're wearing a tie. I mean, yes. I mean, I kind of like wearing a tie. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It makes me feel like I have like some sort of authority. People respect ties. <laughs> so you're saying hard pass to Haley Mills now? Probably. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So does Kelly Kapowski then the most attractive alumni from? Uh, oh God. Saved by the Bell. Yeah, Lisa Turtle didn't end up well, and uh, Jesse Spano. She's attractive. Uh, uh, I mean, not. Well, you're. She's fine. She's fine. She's not. It's not like it's like overwhelmingly like God. That's awesome. It's just she's fine. Now, Mr. Belding has worked out pretty well for himself. I'm pretty. <laughs> is he R.I.P.? No, Mr. Belding's alive. Hmm. Screech is dead. Screech R.I.P. A.C. Slater's. He's still doing MTV stuff in 1996. No, no, no. He's on like Entertainment Tonight, right? 
Yeah, six and one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll see that. Uh, but I think Mr. Belling's still alive. Mark Paul Gossler, I mean, he'll pop up on a sitcom every three yeah, years. Yeah, he was in the he was in the that baseball show with the girl pitcher. Yep. Uh, pitcher. Pitcher. <laughs> pitcher catcher. Yeah, that was the name of the show. That pitcher was the catcher. Name of it. Yep. And yeah. he was like, "Hey, I'm uh, a catcher, guys." But don't Google that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you might not get what you think you're looking for, <laughs> unless you're into that, and that's cool too. But... Zach Morris, pitcher catcher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's a whole different genre. Yep, we'll go. It's with a that. rabbit hole that you go down. I mean, so Saved by the Bell, crappy show. Like, if you watch it now, you're like, what the hell? Unrealistic expectations of what high school was actually about. Yep. But in the moment, you're like, God, those kids are so cool. No, oh, yeah, right? You, They dress so Well, they. Cool. I mean, at the time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so... I mean, if you look at it now, you're like, God, A.C. Slater, yeah. you're a nerd. But they are... But, so they were actually like three years behind what we were doing in high school, though, too. Or at least for me. So they were like six years behind for what people were doing in high school for you. Like, people did not dress like that even in my high school years. No. Because that was popular when I was in like seventh grade. So no one was wearing Zumbas by the time I went to high school. Would you say Slater wore Zumbas? I think so. I mean, he wore a lot of like Zumba pants. Okay. They had prints and stuff. They did over-exaggerate nerds. They yes. did over-exaggerate jocks. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, I guess most, you know, high school things do I think, that. But I think that was the... T- uh, it was a product of the time. Yeah. I don't think... Nerd stuff's cool now. Like, are you really going to make fun of someone for reading comic books anymore? Probably not. Maybe manga. Maybe maybe the manga stuff. What is manga? That's like Japanimation stuff, only in comic book form. So, okay, so manga is just Japanimation in comic book. Yeah, so it's anime in comic book form. This, this is a, a 40-year-old and a 30-year-old breaking down manga here who don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, and are just guessing at some shit. Yes. Stuff. But I'm just curious, because, again... I, I see, so when you go to the nerd shop, there's a manga section. And I guess I'm just kind of looking at it like, is this, what? what is this? And I never actually go down the right. aisle. What? I'm not interested in it. So there I'll go, and uh, I'll walk past it, and I'm just kind of curious. And I was hoping you could enlighten me on this subject. But apparently, you know, much like the rest of everything, you disappoint me. Well, I just don't have a... Like, I've never read it. I don't have an interest in reading it. Although, so, there is... I think one of the more famous Japanimation things is... Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop, right? Making a live action. It is. With John Cho. Yeah, and so, like, I've seen some of, like, still shots and stuff. It kind of looks interesting. I might watch the live-action one. Yeah. I had zero interest in watching the anime one. I have to tell you, because I found out that it, I've always... I've heard about this as being a really good cartoon, right? 
And so I've always kind of been on the fringe of like, maybe, maybe I should give it a shot and see what's doing. So then when I heard there was a live action version of it, I thought, well, I'm going to watch that. Maybe I should watch the cartoon version first. I'm, and when I went to like Wikipedia and shit and started reading the rundown, it's a really highly rated show. Hmm. And I, and I don't want to actually discount it just because it's in a style of animation that I'm not yeah, into. Anime just doesn't do it, it for doesn't, me. It doesn't. It's the, the mouth movement that's off from everything. But if, if the story is good enough, yeah. it should carry it. And, yeah. like, the story is allegedly good enough for this that it could carry it. And so I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, someday, like, you know, like, when I'm eating my can of soup after everybody's left at two in the morning and I ain't got nothing better to do because I need some food to eat before so, I go to bed. There's so that. many questions here. Yeah, I, I just unloaded a whole bunch. I mean, so, alright. First off, alright, so everybody, like, so you had a key party at the house. And no, but left. like, you know, on Nerd Night on Friday night, everybody leaves. Like, I'm not ready to go to bed, but I also need a little something to snack and on, so like, I make hey, a can of soup. I'm gonna make some Campbell's tomato soup. I just make a can of soup and I eat. The, I sit there and I eat and I watch something on Amazon Prime. That is one of the saddest statements I've no, ever heard. No, it's a really good thing to do. It's I fun. Mean, it's, it's my alone time. Flipping July, I'm gonna make some soup. I mean, I could do it out here. Eat my soup in the hot. I, I, I think we're arguing about different points of this. <laughs> That was a very Your point is on the soup. (laughs) And mine is My point is on the soup. Who I like soup soup is a good drunk food. Soup is always a good drunk food. Soup is never a good drunk food. No, it's it's an anytime food. Soup. Alright. Look. Second Facebook poll. Soup. Good drunk food. Yeah, like two in the morning. You just you go and you grab yourself a can of all these chicken noodle soup and you just eat that before you go to bed no. at like two in the morning a little bit hammered it settles the stomach no spinsies you're all good do you still get the spinsies not really how many how much are you drinking i mean sometimes on like friday nights i mean if we're if scott and james and john's here i mean it can be a long night okay i mean you don't need to sugarcoat it i'm curious like like on a friday night when I mean, was you, the last time you, you got had, the spinsies not actually in years <laughs> Okay. But I'd like to have a little something to, you know, eat before what I go to bed. soup? Look, you don't get this chunky without eating <laughs> food at two in the damn are you, morning. Are you just trying to get Campbell's to sponsor the damn podcast? No, Aldi's. Aldi's. <laughs> That's where the money's at. And again, the S is silent. No, I said it. <laughs> I just want an Aldi sponsorship. <laughs> Their chicken noodle soup is delicious. I'm, I, I, again, no. I, good drunk food is something like, you know, you go in, you get some chips, you get some peanuts. No! You get... That's not... F- or, or, or you get, like, a pizza or a burger or something. What, do you have a burger laying around? You get some leftovers no, out of the gosh no, darn there's fridge. There's no leftovers just hanging around. I'm sorry, you don't have, if you have, if you make burgers, you just eat them all and you never have any leftovers. But I have them for lunch I'm just double fist and hamburgers. Mm, double fist and hamburgers. Yeah, they're, they're eating the next day. I'm not going to warm that up at two in the morning. I want something quick. Or I make myself an omelet. 
I like having an omelet at two in the morning. All right, that takes a lot of work. So, so my problem with that one, I think that's actually a solid play from the standpoint of something satisfying. Yeah. And going to appease you, but man, that's a lot of work at two o'clock in the morning. So. I guess maybe I was exaggerating on the two in the morning. As I've gotten older, it's now like twelve thirty. So, let's okay, reel in our expectations, I guess. Because I I don't know the last time I stayed up till two in the morning. If yeah, I'm being two quite in the morning. You, no, you're right. I mean, when we did have the nerd nights a long time ago, we really were up till two in the morning playing the game nerd and then hanging back out. Back in a bit. the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were late nights, but now, so everybody leaves about twelve thirty. You make it. You make an omelet, it's like 30 minutes, it's fun, it's nice. Okay, alright, side question, what are you putting in your omelet? Late at night or in the morning? Late at night, you're just taking the bacon bits, a little bit of like tomatoes that they're laying laying around, you cut up some onion, you throw it in there. Laying around, you're just like looking around, some and you're cheese. like, oh, here's some tomatoes. I mean, if you have some tomatoes, just you cut them up. Okay. But are you in the morning... No, 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 no. You're gonna cut tomatoes at two a.m. in the mo- two a.m. or midnight. Yeah, I'll cut onions and mushrooms and tomatoes at two in the morning. Are you serious? Or one in the morning. Yeah. I'm not doing that kind of work or that kind no, of investment. That's fine. You listen to yourself a little podcast. You get some music on. You're in your own little world. That's my alone time, man. Nobody else is up that time. Like no one can interrupt me at Friday night at one o'clock in the morning. Like that is some that is some quality alone time. <laughs> okay, all right. So I I kind of wish the, the the listeners could actually see the face that I just made. Like that's quality alone time. I was so satisfied. How how is there a difference? I'm curious now. What is the difference between uh, you're dicing up onions and peppers, mushrooms, tomatoes at two a.m. What the hell are you putting in your tomatoes on a Saturday morning. Less angry tomatoes? No. uh, Like, when you have time to do stuff. So, then you put the cheese, and you throw, like, the spices in there, and you, like, cut up the onions, and the the garlic, and the... Well, you put put onions in the night Yeah, I do. Yeah, and the mushrooms, and stuff like that. What kind of spices are you putting in the omelet? You know what? It's really just a matter of scale. Are you putting I make, cinnamon? I make, a, I make an omelet for one <laughs> at one in the morning. I make an omelet for four <laughs> on a Saturday morning at nine. That's the difference. You I, win. How did we get from Kelly Kapowski to make an omelet to at omelets, two in the morning? I think it's a pretty easy, like, uh, connect the dots. So are you like, you know, you make your omelet, you sit down, you watch an episode of Saved by the Bell, and you're like... No, no. Do, 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 no. do, You do, watch do, the MST 3000. Do, do, do. Ah. That's a good late night thing to watch while you're doing it. You find one of your favorite episodes, you just click that, I thought you were on. listening to podcasts. Well, while you're making it. Holes you can't all watch over it. the story. Know. You know what? It's investigative journalism. At its best. It's best. You ask the questions. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember back in the day when newscasts would start their their things with "It's ten o'clock"? Do you know where your children are? Channel Four was big on that back in the day. CBS, that as if was... as if suddenly the parent who's watching the ten o'clock news is like, "Oh, oh my god, I I don't. Oh my god, where are they? Oh, no, they're right there. Uh-huh. Oh, they're oh, wait a second, I sent them to bed." <laughs>
I, uh, I gotta say, I mean, again, I, I, I applaud the idea of an omelet at that time of night because, again, so you got the protein, it's soaking up the alcohol. Oh, yeah. I get it. But that's a lot of work with the sides you're putting in. But it's it. not work. It's a joy. Because you're getting to eat the fruits of your labor. I'm telling you, it's worthwhile. You go home tonight, and you go, I'm not going to bed. I'm making myself an omelet. Maybe, you know what? Treat yourself. Make some toast. Well, and again, you know, I live in this hovel where we all share one bed <laughs> bedroom and a hot plate. And uh, so, you know, if I if I go down and try and make an omelet at, let's say, midnight, uh, I think that's going to oh, end wait. poorly. Everybody's going to wake up. Here's a hole in your story. You just say you're going to go down and make an omelet. That implies that you have two stories. Wow, wow, and wow. You're right. Wow, so holes. you have an right. upstairs bedroom, but a downstairs kitchen. But it's like made out of paper-thin walls. Okay. And two-by-fours that in plywood, there's nothing. Yeah, and the other immigrants from 1860 it are awake. It looks like I built it on a Tuesday. Yeah. Yep. Because nothing good happens on a Tuesday. Nothing <laughs> Nothing, because, well, and again, board meetings happen on a Tuesday, and they got moved to Monday, so what am I going to do with my free time now? Right? The the girl that I give a ride home to from school, she gets in the other, she gets in the car the other day, and she goes, I hate Tuesdays, and I go, me too. Time stops on a Tuesday at one thirty. It stops, and from one thirty till 2 on a Tuesday, it's not a half hour. It's about three hours. It takes forever. And she goes, yeah, you're right. Also, 10.30 on a Tuesday <laughs> takes forever. So the girl you give a ride home to on a Tuesday, is she just like some random like, it's Amanda girl? Bynes. Just... <laughs> <laughs> it's Amanda Bynes. Who is now retired to Mascuda. Yep. And we say retired, it's a forced retirement. She is an undercover journalist. <laughs> From the show, never been kissed. Oh, wrapping back around. And they're like, "No, dude, you're you're clearly not in high school. You're a forty-something-year-old no, woman." Seventh grade. <laughs> Drew Barrymore gets in my jeep. Hey, Drew. I'm not Drew. <laughs> and then you remind her about how you he made she made. Your son cry and your grudge holds. Uh, it's not the same kid, but man, would Damn that it. be really funny. Damn it, that would be then, great. like, on the way home, I could just be like, boop, you go out the car. <clears throat> well, you know what? There's really nowhere to go from here. We, we answered the one question. We answered a Kelly Kapowski-centered question. And, and you know what? You just, uh, if you guys hang around for the next, did you say there's 50 questions? So 50 weeks, that means next year God plus man. two weeks will be done. I mean, so episode 64? 64. Of this? Math. Yeah. Math, yeah. All right. Do we know a math teacher? I try not to associate with math teachers. Okay. All right. I didn't know if you were like friends. Like, like you know, we have a music teacher. They're all, I they think, think so highly of themselves. I know a German teacher. I know a French teacher. They tell you the odds. Yeah, the Germans? No, the math teachers. Okay. But I tell you what, Andy, it's been great. Uh, I appreciate your time tonight. It has been a good hour and a half. 
<laughs> and I can think of worse ways to spend the last hour and a half. I love that everybody has stuck around to this point. If you have, the payoff has been worth it. Ish? No, it's been worth it. Oh, yeah. Yes. And uh, remember, Mascuda Bowling Alley, although junior leagues will not let adults bowl. Right. Yeah. And my pillow. And we Definitely will... the my pillow guy. And watch uh, Never Been Kissed with Amanda Bynes. And March of the Penguins yep. with Amanda Bynes. I think Amanda Bynes is She probably... was penguin number eight. <laughs> Not a proud moment in her life, but she played a really good penguin number eight. Uh, well, Dave. Have a great night. We'll see you in a week. <laughs> Bye.